Good evening, everyone. And again, welcome to Hope International Ministries, Bread of Life. This is our Bible study night, Thursday. And we just want to say thank you for joining us on our YouTube channel, on our Facebook channel, and those that are on our conference line. Good evening, Minister Mott. We're glad to see you on our Facebook or either our YouTube channel. You're on one or the other. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on tonight. Uh, we are going to get started. Praise Jesus. So we're going to open with a word of prayer. And then we're going to get right into our lesson on tonight. Amen. And you can see the title for those of you that are on the conference line. I mean, on the Bible study line of YouTube. Tonight's title is Releasing Your true identity releasing your true identity is the title of our lesson on tonight father we thank you tonight we bless your name lord we give you honor lord for another opportunity to come into your presence father we call on your anointing lord we look to holy spirit we pray oh god for refilling we pray oh god for release on tonight Father, we bind up every hindering spirit, Lord. We come against anything that would keep your people from getting on the line tonight, Lord. We come against anything that would keep that would make them be distracted, oh God, and not hear your word on tonight. We thank you that this word, oh God, the seed of your word that is going forth on tonight will accomplish that which you set it out to do in each and every one of us, yeah. Lord. We thank you, oh God, that it will take root in our lives. And we thank you for the manifestation of your word. God, now we invite yeah. you to have your way. Lord God, move throughout the airway. Lord, move throughout this lesson. Move throughout the conversation. Move throughout the discussion, oh God. Father, have your way on tonight. We pray for those that will just pop in, Lord. Those that will discover this channel by accident. Those that will be just surfing the network and, Lord, to stumble upon us. Lord, I pray for a powerful anointing, Lord God, to overtake the people of God and overtake those, oh God, who don't know you, Lord. I pray, God, that something that is said on tonight night will prick the heart of someone, Lord God, that is lost, that they may be found on tonight, that Lord, that they would taste and see that our God is good. God, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you, Lord God, for every soul, Lord God, on tonight. We pray, oh God, that as this, this uh, lesson goes forth, God, that it will reach, Lord God, all the continents of the of the earth, Lord God. Father, that it will reach in places, Lord God, that have never been reached before, Lord, and it will minister to the hearts of the people that that will hear it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Not just in the, the United States, but all over the world, Lord. God, we thank you. We humble ourselves before you. We cannot do this without you. God, now we do believe mm -hmm. in miracles, signs, and wonders, Lord. And Father, even in doing the teaching and doing the discussion, let your anointing, Lord God, be felt. Let your anointing heal. Let your uh, anointing deliver. Let your anointing heal on tonight, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let me decrease that you would increase, Father. They will not hear my voice, but they would hear the God on the inside of me as I, Lord God, surrender and I yield to the power and the anointing and the voice of the Holy Spirit on tonight. We thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And we ask it now in Jesus' name. And the people of God say, amen, amen, and amen. amen. Good evening, Elder Banks. Amen, amen, and amen to that. Again, on tonight, um, our subject on tonight is releasing your true identity. Releasing your true identity. I pray that you will have your Bibles. I pray that you will take notes. I pray that you will listen to it again. Let the Holy Spirit minister this word to you specifically. I always say, Prophetess of Flow, that I gain more when I take my notes or I listen to um, a message or a teaching on my own where I can take my time and go through the scriptures and allow the Holy Spirit to, to talk to me, to minister to me, to give me revelation. 
Amen. So I admonish you. I really do with all my heart. I just, I hope you feel the passion that's in my heart that you go back and you listen to, to messages. You go back and you, and you, and you reread those scriptures and let God, the Holy ghost continue to minister to your heart, to your spirit. Amen. That's the only way saints Mm -hmm. of God, that we're going to be changed. That's the only way that our minds are going to be renewed. That's the only way that we could discover the power and the anointing and who we are in Christ. Amen. And so please, please, please. Um, I, I just, I just ask of you to please, I know all our schedules are, are hectic and busy, but now you can listen on a podcast. You don't, you know, you could just pop it in your ear. You can plug it in, in your car and listen to it and meditate. We have no excuse anymore. We really don't have any excuse. Amen. We have multiple ways that we can listen to the word of God. You can download the Bible. Glory to God. You can get it in every translation that's easy for you to understand. Hallelujah. You can go to podcasts. You can go to YouTube. You can download them on every device that you have your phone. So there's no excuse. We should be so powerful. We should be so powerful. All of the word and the availability of us getting the word. Amen. We should be very more powerful. Let me say that we are powerful, but we should be more. We should be no excuse. Amen. There should be no excuse. And so um, I'm challenging all of us, all of us. Amen. To make Jesus your first choice and to turn down some of these uh, television shows and some of these series. Amen. That we that we look at on television, some of the podcasts, uh, movies. Let's just, you know, kind of push them away for a little bit and let's get into the word of God and let's get into some praying and fasting and seeking God so that we can truly be victorious in our walk and we will be able to truly release our true identity. And so we're talking about our true identity. And so I have some, uh, I'm going to share some other slides that I, you know, I just, I like to be creative. And so, um, I, I was searching on the on the internet, and I I looked. I, I happened to find this this illustration of who we are in Christ. Amen. We we say who we are, and I, sometimes I think we don't know all of who we are, or we don't know who we are. Amen. And so this this gives a this a real uh, snapshot of who we are in in God. And if you look. Around this cross, you'll see so many terms and there's so much more. And we're God's temple. We're victorious. How many believe that you're victorious? Even if you don't feel like you're victorious, the word says, and the truth says that you are victorious. You're loved. If you feel like you're not loved, we know that we're sealed. Our spirit is sealed with the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're under grace. Glory to God. We're filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, we're healed. Some of us are, are walking in, in, in poor health, but God says we're healed. So you have to decree what the word of God says. Yes, I know what the, what, what, what my body is saying. I know what, what the doctor is saying, but I'm going to hold on to what the word of God says that I'm healed. And so I'm going to claim, and I'm going to speak healing over my life. Glory to God. You're never alone. Just a few things. You know, sometimes we feel like we're lonely and and nobody cares. Nobody's with us. But the the scripture says that we're never alone. He's always with us. We're free on tonight. Isn't that a glorious thing that we are free? We have all of this. This is part of who we are in Christ. This is part of our true identity, saints of God. And so on tonight, I want to be specific. You cannot please God, right? Because we've been talking about the flesh and the spirit. And so we understand from last week that we cannot please God if we're in our flesh. And we talked, or we didn't talk, but I'm going to tell you briefly, and I'm going to ask you to read Romans 7 and 8 on your um your own time and during your study time and your quiet time. I'm, glad, I'm asking you to read Romans 7 in, in its entirety. And I'm asking you to read Romans eight in its entirety. Okay. And so in Romans seven, it describes basically living by our own natural carnal abilities. 
So in Romans seven, that's basically what, what Paul is talking about. He's describing what it's like to live out of the flesh, amen, out of our carnal ability. And so that's why when you read through Romans seven, that's why the results seem to be or appear to be defeat. When you read that chapter, it, 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 it's, it, it, it illuminates, um, and specifies in, in so many ways, defeat and failure, um, uh, an inability to do the desire good. We know that Paul says over in uh, Romans 7 and 19, he says, for the good that I would do, right? Or the good that I would, I do not. The things that I know to do right, I don't do them even though I want to do them, but I find myself not doing it. So he says, for the good that I would, I do not, but the evil, which I would not that I do. So the things we know to do, we don't do, but the things we're not supposed to do, we find ourselves or he found himself gravitated to it. And that's in Romans seven and 19. And then he goes on to say, uh, in Romans seven, 24 through 25, we're going to pause there for a minute. So those of you that are on the uh, conference line, you can get to that, that, that verse, um, those verses, Romans seven, 24 to 25. Here, Paul says, oh, wretched man that I am, I, I try to do good. I want to do good, but I seem to falter. I seem to fail. So he says, oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Who shall deliver me? And then he goes on to say, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God but with the flesh, the law of sin. And so now we see why that, 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 that the flesh, when, when we are operating in the flesh, when we're allowing our flesh to dominate, that it, it, it does not please God. It cannot please God. Amen. Because that's our, that's part of that sinful sin, uh, sin principle or, uh, that part of that sin nature, that part of us that, that has not been yet, um, has not been yet, uh, transformed. Amen. Because we, 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 we will not get our glorified bodies until after we leave this earth. Amen. And we know that our minds are being, are in a process. Amen. Of, of, of being transformed. And so Paul acknowledges this and he says, listen, I can't do anything in the flesh. The flesh is not going to help me. Amen. Because even though I try in my flesh, I'm trying in my flesh, I'm trying in my carnal ability. It's not going to work. And not only is it not going to work, but it's not going to please God. Amen. Cause nothing good dwells in the flesh. Hallelujah. And so Paul here asks again, who will deliver me from this flesh? I can't. He says in the very next verse, he says, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, saints of God, deliverance. Listen to me. This is a key. This is a key. This is a key. So I need you to really listen and write this down. Deliverance from the flesh comes through living by who you are in the spirit. I'm gonna go back and say that again, because that's the key. Deliverance from the flesh comes through living by who you are in the spirit. And so from here, Paul goes right into Romans eight and he goes into Romans eight saying, there is therefore Romans eight and one. He starts by saying there is therefore, amen. Therefore, refers back to what has previously been said, which is that the flesh cannot please God. Therefore, you must walk after the what? The spirit, the flesh cannot please God. Romans eight and one, he's saying, Lord, you know, I try to do right, but I don't right do, do right. Even though I want to do right. Oh God, how, how help me? What, what, what can I do? Well, how can I rectify this? And then he, Paul says, Oh, I know the only way I can rectify this is through Christ Jesus. Amen. Through Christ Jesus. Therefore 
We was, we must walk after the spirit because the key on tonight is if you don't get nothing else out of this lesson, if you don't get anything else out of this lesson, write this down, put it on a sticky note, put it where you can see it, play it over and over, do what you have to do. But this is the key deliverance from your flesh comes through living by who you are in the spirit. So you have to learn who you are. That's why I gave, I opened up showing you some of the, some of the attributes of who we are now, now that we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And so you see on the uh, screen, Romans eight and one, there is therefore now no condemnation, no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Then look at the second part. I never paid any attention to the second half part B, right? It says who walk not after the what? The flesh, but after the spirit, amen. But after the spirit, again, this uh, solidifies that we cannot please God when we are operating, when we are walking, when we are yielding to that fleshly nature of ours or that flesh, amen. Moving on, your spirit, your spirit is the only part of you that's in Christ Jesus. Again, we don't get our glorified bodies until we leave this earth, till we trans, we transition. We know that our minds must be, must be renewed and that is a process, amen? And so the spirit is the only part of you in Christ, right? So if you are in the spirit, listen to me and listen to me good, glory to God. If you are in the spirit, hallelujah, there is no condemnation to you whatsoever. Amen. So we want to be mindful people of God, glory to God of who we are in Jesus Christ. We want to tap in glory to God into that spirit man, that new creature that we are. That's the only way that you're going to begin to crucify this flesh. Amen. And the more you do it, Mm, the stronger you become in your spirit, man. Good evening, Pastor Ruth. We see you in here on tonight. God bless you, woman of God. Thank you for joining us on tonight. And so Romans 8 is one of the most victorious chapters in the Bible. Glory to God. Why? Why it is written. Listen to me. It's written from the perspective of your born again spirit. Now, saints of God, the frustration of living after the flesh described in Romans seven is not the typical Christian life. I'm going to repeat that again. I'm going to repeat that again. If you don't get anything else, write this down. Romans seven. And I told you to go back and read Romans seven and eight on your time, your devotional time. Please go back and read it. Romans seven speaks of a person prophetess flow who is trying to please God through their own natural effort. It's not going to happen. (laughs) It's not. And we've seen that in Paul, amen, as he is describing it in Mm -hmm. Romans 7, 24 through 25. So you often hear yourself, oh God, you know, I'm trying to do better. I, 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 right? I want to do better. I, 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 (laughs) but I just can't. I, I, I. Why it's impossible to serve God in the flesh. The word spirit is only used once in Romans seven, but in Romans eight, it's used 21 times. It's Romans eight. Listen to me again, jot this down, go back. This is a highlight. It's in Romans eight. That describes glory to God. I feel the Holy ghost. It's Roman eight that describes the typical Christian life. In other words, that's the way we should be operating. You want to know how you should be operating. And we're talking about walking in the spirit. Look at Romans eight. Romans eight describes the typical Christian life. In other words, glory to God. Y'all can type this in the comment section. You've got to get over into the spirit. 
Hallelujah. You got to And you know what? The, you know how the Lord blessed me today? And we talked, we, we, we said earlier, deliverance from the flesh comes through living by who you are in the spirit. But really, listen, to make it even, to simplify it even more, if you, if you want to deny the flesh, just walk in obedience to the word of God. <laughs> walk in the obedience to the word of God. Your flesh is going, listen, here we go. Now, Pastor Ruth, I must be transparent. Now, you know, somebody, somebody irked your, your last nerve. Somebody did something, you know, that, that, that really, really put you in a place and, 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 and you just, just, just kind of just lost it for a minute. And they came at you before you knew it, you went to, you know, to raise your fist up or take your open hand and slap that face. Listen, (laughs) listen. To God be the glory. But we know that that's not what the word of God says. We must be obedient. Because when you go and listen, you're going to slap that individual. You're operating out of the flesh. But when you obey the word of God, it says turn the other cheek. In other words, listen, we're not going to go that far. Amen. We're not going to go that far. See, that right there, you've denied your flesh. See, because the flesh, y'all come on now. Thank you, Pastor Ruth, because she's like laughing. But listen, y'all know the reality is there's some people that can push that button, right, Providence Flow? That you can you can say some mm-hmm. some choice words to them. Um, you can be a little little hostile to them, but then that's not that's not operating and walking in the spirit. At that point, you're operating in the what? In the flesh. So mm-hmm. when we obey the word of God, right? When we obey the, the word of God, we don't allow that flesh to dominate. Cause it wants to dominate. Amen. It wants that mm-hmm. extra two slices of cake. <laughs> Glory to God. It wants that extra two slices of cake. Amen. When you didn't even need, really you didn't need the first slice, but at least you got the first slice. Amen. So we, we know that there mm-hmm. is a thing called the spirit of gluttony. So we have to modify. I always talk about food, don't I? That's because that's y'all know that's why I need deliverance. <laughs> See, I'm being transparent. I'm telling you the real thing. That's because that's where I need some deliverance. Glory, help me, God. Help me, God. Amen. But if we, if we, if we just make up in our mind to 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 be more conscious of of things, and if we're talking about walking in the spirit. Really, if we become to a place where we're meditating on the word of God and not only meditating, like we said on Sunday, we just cannot be hearers of his word, but we must also be doers. And when you're operating and you're, you're actually obeying the word, the word of God, you're actually crucifying that flesh. Amen. You're actually crucifying that flesh. So it's Romans eight that describes the typical Christian life. That's how we're supposed to be operating. And so this, this revelation of, of, I would say spirit, soul, and body, which we've been studying, it really truly unlocks so much of the Christian life for us prophetess. How can you live? How can you live in the spirit? Here's another thing. How can you live in the spirit? If you don't know, right, that it was your spirit that changed. Do you know that there's some people sitting in church? They don't know that. Because they haven't been taught, you know, they have not been taught these things. And so when you begin to understand people of God, that, that when you, when you understand that, then you can begin comprehending that who you are and what you have in Christ does not fluctuate. It's not based on your performance. Amen. So how can you release something very important? How can you release something? You don't know, or you don't believe. Some people don't believe it or they don't know they have it. So once you do believe, once you do believe, and I pray on this line that y'all believe, I pray at Hope International Ministries, I pray you believe it because we've been preaching it and we've been teaching it. But once you do believe, you, you, you must reject the flesh. We must reject the flesh. And I said on last week, here we go, Pastor Mallory. Sometimes when, you know, you just, you do want to just slap that individual and it'll feel so good. Or sometimes you just want to, you just want to tell them off because they just really took you there and it'll feel good to your flesh. (laughs) But how many know once you do it, the Holy Spirit will come and convict you. Amen. 
He will come and he will mm-hmm. convict you. And then you're feeling another way, right? You got to, you got, listen, you got off when you were able to release and got that flesh. Like, yeah, I got, I got her. I got him. But then later on, the Holy Spirit comes in and convicts you. Amen. <laughs> and then you like, you know, mm-hmm. go back and apologize. And then that's another emotion, right? <laughs> now you got to go back and apologize. And the thing is, you could have, you know, it could have been that they sparked it off, but we are, we have, we, we are the bigger person. Amen. We have God on the inside of us and we are ambassadors and we are to reflect the image and the likeness of our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we must, we must reject the flesh and walk by who we are in the spirit. Amen. I think sometimes prophetess flow, uh, prophetess roof and minister. Mott, I think sometimes mm-hmm. we get, so we get too focused on, um, the sin part, not, not sinning. You know what I'm saying? Not letting the flesh <laughs> rise up. We, we focus on the wrong thing. What we should be focusing on is who we are in Christ. Amen. Because if now, if you know, if, if, if I'm no, if I'm no longer a gossiper, right. Cause I've been changed. Then I'm not focusing that on that. I'm focusing on who I am now. My mouth has been cleaned up. I don't cuss anymore, right? My esteem is better. Mm. So I'm not walking in low esteem because this is who I am. So we focus on the wrong thing instead of focusing on, you know, trying to walk and do the right thing. No, no, no. Focus on who you are in Christ now. Amen. It's just like, thank you, Holy Ghost. You ever, you know, you ever be on the highway? And then, and I've, I've been told this, where, wherever you focus, matter of fact, when I got my motorcycle license, great example, when I, when I was training for my motorcycle license, the instructor said, wherever you focus, right? Wherever you focus, that's where that, that motorcycle is going to go. So if I'm looking over off the road to the right, there's somebody over there on the side of the road, guess where I'll eventually veer off to, to the right where that, where that individual is. So wherever you want that motorcycle to go, that's where you focus. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? So wherever, instead of focusing on, on, you know, trying to, you know, not to, not to, to be a glutton, not to, you know, be a cusser or a drinker, whatever, whatever it is that you're dealing with, focus on. Now I'm no longer that anymore. I'm no longer a glutton. That's what the word of God says. I'm no longer uh, bound to sin. Amen. I've been mm-hmm. set free. Mm-hmm. So t- change your focus. Amen. So now again, we must reject the flesh and walk by who you are in the spirit. Cultivate. Here it is. Cultivate a good image of who you are in Christ. Cultivate. It's it's the mind, how we see ourselves. I never forget, glory to God, focus on the new, yes, thank you, Pastor Ruth, absolutely. I never forget one of our, my coworkers years ago, we didn't know what was going on with her. All of a sudden, she lost all this weight, prophetess flow, she was dressing up with suits and wore her pump. You know, who does that in the classroom? We had fourth grade. We trying to hang with these kids and stay on your feet all day. She had her business attire, her, her pants suits, her heels. She lost all this weight, had her makeup on and hair, you know, look very professional. I'm like, what's going on with, you know, our coworker. I'll say to one of the other teachers, we were all good friends. Well, come to find out she was looking at a position, <laughs> right? So she began to get in that position. Amen. Because she was focusing on not who she is in the classroom, a fourth grade teacher right now, but she was focusing on who she saw herself to be in the future, which was an administrator. Amen. It's the same principle in God. We are those. We are that she is as if she already had it. All she had to do was walk and she was already prepared. She had already taken all her classes, got all her certificates. She was just, just listen, walking in it until it opened up. That's how she saw herself. She changed her image. Mm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
We have to change our image. Remember that our image has been formulated by the world, by the culture of this world, by the systems of this world. And after we became saved and gave our life to Jesus Christ, we're no longer, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. So now we have to renew our minds. We have to renew the image. We have to reprogram. Amen. We have to reprogram because if not, we'll stay in that old image. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I don't know about y'all, but I, I, I know I, I, I ain't there no more. Glory to God. There's some areas that I'm still working on, but glory to God, they're going to be yielded over. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. I tell the people, you know, at him, I said, sometimes we just, we, we, we got to raise the bar. We must raise the bar because we really are all that and some. How can we not? Be all that in some. When God, the creator, the one who holds the stars and the moon, the one who's spoken to existence, everything that is, he lives on the inside of every believer. We, we got to be some bad people. Come on. Hallelujah. But we have to change our what? Our image. And we must know who we are now. Glory to God in our spirit, man. Because sometimes we focus too much on our flesh. When we fall, when we falter, when we fail, when we miss the mark. Glory to God. But listen, I always say what we do is not who we really are. We know that. (laughs) We're sealed. Hallelujah. Florence, you got anything you want to say? Because I'll get all fired up over here now. You know how I get. You said go ahead, fireball. Now you know you're not being right. (laughs) You know you're not being right. Let me put the picture up. I get all fired up over here, Pastor Ruth. Y'all know how I Y'all know it. Because <laughs> I love the Lord. And you know what? I just, you know, I told the Lord, I said, God, I pray that the people could feel the passion in my heart. Because when I'm preaching and teaching, I'm on my heart. I just want us all to get it. I want us all to be able to experience yeah. What God says we can experience, not when we get to heaven, but here and now, because some of us are stuck in places because of our image. We don't understand, like I just said, who we are now in the spirit. And that's the place that we are to dwell and we pull from. Amen. Glory to God. With God, there is nothing impossible. We have the God of impossibilities on the inside, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my, 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 we read the scripture online. I'm trying to think, remember that scripture, uh, that, that, and I, it'll come to me because we read it the other day, but, but I can't, I can't remember it right now, but it would be, it would be, uh, it would fit right here. In this moment, glory to God. And so going back, we must cultivate a good image of who you are in Jesus Christ, not who you are in this world. Don't grab the image of this world. Don't look at what was the MTV and BET and BET awards and <laughs> Hollywood, the, the rappers and the R&B singers. That's an image. That is an image. And that's the image of the beast. Amen. It's the image of the beast. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of our young people, they see that stuff and they believe, you know, hey, all the half the stuff that they wear is not even theirs. You know, the jewelry, you know, the stuff that all of that is a smoke screen. But I tell you who is real. (laughs) And I tell you, and if you come on this side, ain't nothing smoke screen about it. Glory to God. He is firm. He is the firm and secure foundation. Amen. He is the anchor. Everything else that says on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is what? Sinking sand. Amen. So don't get caught up in it. It, 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 It's a smoke screen. Did somebody type in a smoke screen? Thank you, uh, Elder Banks. She's like, amen. It's smoke screen for real. Now, you know, I was thinking about it. And I know you're, you're not going to believe me. I hope this is working for me here. I know some of you won't believe me, but it really is the truth. And maybe um, Pastor Rufus, she's still on here. She can identify because she knew me from back when we were in high school. But 
naturally, right? Naturally, I would say that I, I'm shy, believe it or not. I don't, no jokes. No jokes. Thank you, Pastor. She says smoke screen. No jokes tonight. But naturally, I am a shy person. Naturally, I'm quiet. I really don't. <laughs> Florence, I feel like I can feel you laughing <laughs> through the phone. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. Let me. No, I'm going over here because Pastor Ruth said yes. <laughs> Thank you. She knows me from school. Yeah, naturally, I'm telling you. Naturally, I really am shy. Naturally, I could I could be an introvert. I could really be by myself. I you know I don't need a lot of, a lot of people around me. I'm I'm really am. I'm really a quiet to myself person, background person. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yes, you are. Thank you, thank you, Prophetess Ruth. She remembers. But 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 here's the thing, and this is this is what tickled me with my mom. When 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 I had um, my initial sermon and my mother was late, <laughs> she got there a little late. So by the time my mom walked in, thank you. She was very quiet. She said she wasn't. You know what? Pastor Ruth. <laughs> she wasn't. <laughs> she telling the truth. Glory to God. <laughs> she said I wasn't. <laughs> You're telling the truth. <laughs> and so. When my mom came, she came late and the service had already started. I think I was already up. They had already put me up. And she said she heard this voice coming out of this, the church, right? She, she said she heard this voice come out of the church. She said so when she got in the church and she walked in and she saw it was me, she said she couldn't believe it. She said, I couldn't believe that was coming out of me. She says that to, I mean, man, my mom was still here. She would verify. She's like, I couldn't believe it was you. If, if somebody would have told me that that was you, right? I, she said, I wouldn't argue them up and down. That's not my daughter. See what I'm saying? Because in my nat, in my flesh, right? In my natural self, I'm really quiet. I'm really pretty, you know, a loner. Could be by myself, introverted. But once I have an assignment from God, right? There is a boldness. And sometimes maybe some of the pastors and preachers on the line, y'all can, you know, attest to this. I'm usually a mess. I'm going to tell my stuff. I'm usually a hot mess on the inside. Now I might be looking, (laughs) I might be looking some kind of way when y'all see me, right? Like I'm really confident here and you know, Hey, but let me tell you something. I'm, I'm a hot mess. <laughs> I'm a hot mess. I used to have stomach issues and everything before I preach. Florence, you remember, I would have a whole lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on, right? But it always seemed, right, would be when, when I got up. Now, all this going on, don't nobody know. I got to look. Maybe I'm smoke screening. I had to look, you know, hey. And the whole time I'm praying and I'm like, God, you know, good. we and the Lord having a conversation. But as soon and God is my witness. As soon as I open my mouth to proclaim, it's like the boldness, the anointing. You'll hear what I'm saying. It just takes over. Now, remember, naturally, you wouldn't even. They used to prophet. I know Pastor Ruth. They used to try to get me to sing in the <laughs> choir. I would not lead songs. Oh my God! I think I led maybe maybe two or three songs, especially in the young ambassadors and the young people choir. And they had to pull tooth and whatever else to get me up there to do that. Amen. I, d- I just didn't want to do it. I was okay with, with being in the background. I didn't want to, didn't want to do all that stuff, but it seemed like when I opened my mouth, right? Like God would just come in like, and he still does. It's still the same. Even being a pastor in my church, and I'm telling all my stuff, even being a pastor, you know, there are times, especially when you got some, some, some messages and you're like, <laughs> I see you, Pastor Ruth. <laughs> and, um, you know, it just, it, 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 yeah, yeah. So now my flesh, my flesh is the same as it always was. It really is. And I can still, now Franz, you can at least attest to this one. I can still be withdrawn. I can still go and be quiet and really don't have much to say. Am I true? And my true prophet is flow. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I, I still have the tendency, you know, that I can go back and be introverted and I could just, you know, be, I'm just 
you know, I don't like to be at the, the head, the, here we go, the head table and all that. I, I'm not even, I'm not into that, you know, but I do it because of the position. But I, can I just be truthful? I hate sitting up at the head <laughs> If I want to, because I, I don't feel comfortable. I feel very introverted at that time. And I'd rather be, you know, around the people that I feel more comfortable with. Um, so I still have the tendency to be somewhat introverted and, um, especially when I'm not focusing on Lord, if I'm focusing on God and something to do with him, like tonight, um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 the God gives me that boldness, that anointing to do it. But, but at times, um, I could be quiet and withdrawn. I really can. And, and prefer to, to just stay in the background or just, you know, be over somewhere with someone, maybe one, one on one, you know, that that's good for me. The big crowds and being on that, that's God. That's God. Amen. That is God. And yeah. so here's the thing I said all that because most people think that they're improving their flesh when they're born again. You know, when you're born again, you think the flesh is going to just come into, you know, line up with, with the word of God. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to go home and get that pack of cigarette. I'm not going to go home and snort, snort that Coke tonight. You know what I'm saying? It may or may not. You could be instantly delivered. Now I'm going to tell you, you can be instantly delivered. If you have a mindset and you're in agreement, you can be instantly delivered. Actually, you could be instantly delivered right now. Amen. <laughs> you know, if you believe and you mm-hmm. grab hold of it, but, but there, there are times you know, where people give their life to God and they believe that they're going to just, you know, it's going to be, you know, cause I tell people, you know, you get saved, you, your hands still look alike. Your hair is still the same color, right? <laughs> you know, you, you go home and you go into the same house, you know? So when, when you, when you get saved, uh, just, just, just remember that, that there's a change on the inside. Your spirit man has been changed, but that flesh and that mind are two, are two different things. And so most people think that they're improving their flesh when they're born again, but that's not true. You improve your natural self through the Christian life. That's another key. Y'all need to write that down. You improve, you don't improve your natural self. Amen. Through the Christian life, you do not improve your natural self through the Christian life. Listen, you just become better at denying it. Okay. You hear what I'm saying? That's a key. That's mm-hmm. a nugget. Let me say it again. Say somebody wrote it down. You don't improve your natural self through the Christian life. You just become better at denying it. The improvements come by choosing to recognize your new identity in Christ and letting those thoughts and those actions manifest glory to God through your spirit, your born again spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Elder Banks. Absolutely. Amen to that. Glory to God. Now put some things up here. I'm going to wait to come up because I want to show y'all some of my, some of my illustrations. Amen. The Christian life, the Christian life, glory to God, isn't your natural flesh becoming stronger and godliness so that you don't need the Holy Spirit. Y'all know you need the Holy Ghost. Amen. And you got to say that when you know, we need the Holy spirit so that you don't, let me say that again. The Christian life isn't your natural flesh becoming stronger in godliness so that you don't need the Holy spirit as much as when you first began, rather it's growing stronger in the spirit and weaker glory. Hallelujah. Weaker in our flesh. That's another nugget. It's growing stronger in our spirit, man, and weaker in our flesh. And you must feed your spirit, man. You, you've got to meditate on the word of God. You've got to get in your word. And you can't do it just on Sunday. And you can't just do it just on the Wednesday. You have to eat this word every day of the week. Meditate on it. Get And, you know, here's the other thing. You know, we always thought that we had to... um. You know, and I say this a lot, 
But I want to say it again. A lot of people think you got to, you know, read uh, five chapters and, you know, 24 verses. Man, you might just be on one verse and meditating on it for a week, a month. God can give you a lot. Amen. Amen. So, so, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, I think what happens proper this flow. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think. Maybe some of the pastors can help me out there. I think that people think that that studying the word and meditating on the word and sometimes reading the word of God, reading the word of God, that they think it's burdensome. You know what I'm saying? Like, because why don't you do it? <laughs> you know, like it's, it's sometimes I'm just being truthful. Man, y'all can talk about me if you want. Um. It's like the last thing I want to pick up some, for some people, not everybody. The last thing I want to pick up, the last thing I want to do, the last thing I remember to do. I don't know if they see it as a burden or, you know, it's just good for a Wednesday and a Sunday. I don't know. What's your thoughts, prophetess? I don't know. When it's so vital, it's so important to the Christian. What's your thought? Well, I think that it's a battle. I think that it really is a spiritual battle that goes on mm-hmm. um, and that we have to press our way into it. Um, and I, I don't know. I think everybody's different. Some yeah. people, you know, do and can't study the word every day. But it's not. But it doesn't but even have to be. I don't want to seem like. I don't even want to seem like make an excuse. But maybe when we say study, that you know, <laughs> you think the book, the dictionary. Yeah. For some people, it is. It's for some people, it's just meditating, asking the Holy Spirit. Like getting that scripture and just meditating on it. Right, and and, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe it, when you say study, it's maybe they it seems like a. Associated with school, <laughs> associated with with school and college. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's it's tedious, but but it could be just the mm. meditating. You know what I mean? Um, you know, just thinking on it. Uh, you know, and sometimes the the Lord will take you a little deeper in it. I think it, people are sometimes are scared when we say that. You know, and they shy away from it. But really, the the word is is it's. It's one of the most important. It's God's word. It's our it's our roadmap. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's vital. And we can't just sit back and get and, and, and gleam off of you know the pastors and the leaders and the teachers, but you gotta know them for yourself. You know, you gotta have this. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a personal relationship. And this is how we get to know our God. You know, when we spend time in, in his presence and meditating. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. I think, I think too, when when I think about, when I use myself, for example, when I first got saved, right? When you first get saved, like, you, like, I love the word. I love praying was my thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I loved it. Like, I had a desire, right? Right. To do it all the time. And then I don't know if it's life. And and I, mm-hmm. I think for me, it was more prayer mm-hmm. that I was into. And it was my thing. Um, I think in the beginning, it wasn't so much for me the word. I think it was more of church because I was saying that people were loving on me and teaching me. So I think that I was kind of more in love with church and church people. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Then really really being in love with Jesus. Like I was grateful for what Jesus did in my life, but because he used people I think my focus was more on the people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this was, and it didn't mean that I didn't love the Lord. It's just that 
because I was newly saved, I didn't even know what this really meant. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what? And so, I, I, I stay right there in that thought, but I'm thinking about what Pastor Ruth just typed. Uh, it's about relationship. So you're, I, to me, it sounds like you had a relationship with the people, but maybe you hadn't really right. established a relationship with God. That's the right. difference there. Okay. That's what it sounds right. like. Mm-hmm. But but I think too, like, then I think it kind of too got sectioned off because I had, I had a relationship with the people. I loved going to church. Right. But I also loved prayer. So it was like, prayer was my thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I think all of that had to be um, made clear to me because a lot of my Christian walk was people and the church. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And because he used people, that's who my focus was on. But it sounds like you built you you built a relationship through prayer, which is communicating with God, which would go back to building a relationship with him. You know what I mean? You started to to right. to gear away from the people in the church and you 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 built up your prayer life, which is conversation with right. God, which would be establishing a relationship with him, interacting with him, right. you know? So you, you, you know, even though it, it wasn't so much at that point, it's probably through the word that you heard, you had to be meditating on the word mm-hmm. that you heard throughout the week. You know what I mean? Because it drew you to him yeah. to that place of intimacy and prayer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Makes sense. Right. But I think that it, it, I think like people come to Christ, right? And because this is a new thing that we don't know anything about, like when you come and you don't know anything, I think that's why, too, it's so important to be under um, a Bible-believing, you know, a person that Mm. teaches the truth. Because you're coming, right, and you're open, and you don't know anything. And so you have to be careful in leading the people to Christ and not leading the people to the, the church preacher. or the church or the church, the church or right comes the idol right the and so yes yes yeah. and so but I had to um I had to learn that because I felt like I thought I was right you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying in the way that I was walking at that time mm-hmm. but then over time I learned that it wasn't about the preacher or certain people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I believe that however you get there, God will get you there. Mm-hmm. He'll use whatever avenue. You know what I mean? right, right. Yes. Right. Yes. Mine's yes. was the choir. <laughs> hey, man. I just wanted to sing in the choir. Mm-hmm. You know, I got saved to sing in the choir. Hey, man. I ain't the only one either. Some other people out there that got I wasn't saved. saved to sing in the choir. <laughs> I got, I sang in the I joined the church because I wasn't singing oh, yeah. in the choir. Let and me said, you, listen. You told me I wasn't, I wasn't singing in the choir unless I joined, joined the, the church. church. Yeah, I meant to say, yeah. So that was a smoke screen. Since we're talking about smoke screen. Uh, yeah, I joined the church so I could sing in the choir. I ain't nothing about being saved. I would love God, but you know, right. I really just wanted to sing in the choir, really. You know, I wasn't really living the life. <laughs> I wasn't living the right. life. Amen. But you know what? You sing them words enough <laughs> and you sit under that mm-hmm. word enough and your heart, your heart's open and become pliable, so you know? Pliable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So God got an entrance through singing those words, you know, sitting in, 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 in church and, you know, listening. But yeah, I, yeah, I was one of them joined the church because mm-hmm. I wanted to sing in the choir. We got some good comments too. Elder Banks says, sometimes you have to, to push your flesh to get with the program when it comes to reading, studying the word. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm a, t- I'm a tag, I'm a tag onto this because I believe in truth. <laughs> Sometimes you have to, to push your flesh to come, to come to church, to worship with the saints. Amen. 
Sometimes you need to come your, mm-hmm. because your presence is it, you, 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 you add to, you add to the worship. Amen. So we got to push. You're mm-hmm. right. We must push. And here's, um, elder Banks said, Kenneth Copeland said he would fall asleep reading the Bible. So we started standing, same thing I told you, remember Flo, standing on the rim mm-hmm. of his tub to read and told himself he'll get hurt if he fall asleep while reading. Yeah, get up and start walking. You, be, you know how the devil did when the rock you to sleep. Remember the saints of old, talking about the devil want to, when you get in church, all of a sudden the devil want to think, stand up, go on the back and stand up, do what you have to do by any means necessary. Amen. This is life or see people don't see it. This is life or death for some people. When they realize this is life or death, listen, I stand up. I walk the floors back and forth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Elder Banks. Uh, uh, Pastor Ruth said, when you have a relationship with God, seeking him, oh, yes, becomes a priority. Yeah. And the, and the, and the, the more you with him, here we go. Y'all know, like your boo, you know, when you, mm-hmm. when you found that little special somebody, y'all couldn't get enough of being in each other's presence, <laughs> call each other, fall asleep on the phone, holding the phone. Come on now. Together, mm-hmm. night, you know, inseparable. You were building that relationship with one another, learning one another. Amen. Absolutely. And you know what? They became a priority. And then you fell in love with them. Amen. Same thing with God. He becomes that priority. Spending the time. I think Catherine Kuhlman had the sweetest relationship with the Holy Spirit. You could tell whenever you hear her, she had such a wonderful relationship um, with the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Pastor Ruth. Glory to God. That was good discussion. I'm almost at my close. Amen. So the Christian life isn't your natural flesh becoming stronger and godliness so that you don't need the Holy Spirit as much as when you first began, but it's growing stronger in your spirit and weaker in your flesh. Some, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes I'm seeing the opposite. <laughs> They're going stronger in the flesh and weaker in the spirit. But it should be the other way around. The flesh dominates, uh, the flesh dominance steadily begins to diminish as you learn to consistently depend on and draw out more of what's in your spirit. How do we do this? How do we do this? I just said it earlier in the lessons. We, we focus on who you are in the spirit by meditating on the word of God. And your flesh will bow the knee to the spirit's rule and reign. Yes, Lord. That's another, that's another nugget. How do we do that? Focus on who you are in the spirit by meditating on God's word. And your flesh will bow the knee to the spirit's rule and reign. Galatians 5. 16 and 17. Let's see what comes up here. Oh, look at here. We got a, it says here, Galatians 5, 16 and 17. Walk in the spirit. Amen. Walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lust after the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other. So that ye cannot do the things that ye would. It's like that, that remember that, that, like we said, we used to do that tug of war, right? <laughs> Y'all know how we used to play the tug of war you try to pull one on the other side. That's just what's going on between your spirit and your flesh and who's ever stronger, right? Mm-hmm. Whoever had the strongest side, you try to get the biggest people on your side. You know what I mean? The big muscle, get them on your side and put the little scrawny ones on the other side. Cause you know, the, 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 the side that had the most muscles was the side that was going to win. Amen. Same here. Amen. Walk in the spirit. So you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Look, reject. It says reject it, but we mean to reject that flesh. Don't let the flesh, don't let it get, don't, don't, don't let it dominate. Amen. Submit Amen. to the word, to the will, to the presence of Holy Spirit and the word of God. Amen. Don't let it dominate. Reject it. Reject it. You know he rising. You know that flesh be rising up. 
saying all kind of crazy mm-hmm. stuff. Amen. And we entertain it. Pull that stuff down, casting down every imagination, right? That exalts itself mm-hmm. against the knowledge of God. Bring those thoughts into the obedience of God's word. Glory God, so we can obey it. Amen. Because when you're when you're obedient, that means you obey. Amen. You're obedient, you obey. Look, he's saying no. <laughs> Boys, you can't see, but the man's he got his hands crossed. No to the flesh. So I'm going to give you all some visuals mm-hmm. so you can remember. Have a little, ch- little chuckle. No. Flesh, you're not going. No. No. I'm going to obey the word of God. I'm going to yield to the word of God. I'm going to yield to the voice of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm going to be obedient. Hallelujah. So you'll break the control of the flesh as you base your identity and your potential on what the word says about who you are in Christ. Instead of being controlled by that old carnal self of ours, your spirit man will begin to dominate. If you don't remember nothing else, we want our spirit man to dominate, to be the dominant one. My flesh, amen, must come subject to my spirit man. And we close on tonight. Walking in the flesh or the spirit. Which one are you walking in? <laughs> Don't answer it. Don't answer it. Just think about it. Which which is dominating your life? The flesh or the spirit? There's something to ponder on, you know, and to think about and pray on. What's dominating? You're walking primarily in the flesh or primarily are you yielded to the spirit? Galatians 5 and 16, we just said it. This I say, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. Proverbs 28 and 1 says, the wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are as bold as lions. My flesh is has got to be, for me, timid and shy. But, right, because I said that earlier, but my spirit, Florence, is as bold as a lion. That's why you see mm-hmm. the two. Amen. The flesh is that timid, shy mm-hmm. Mary. But my, my spirit, when I go up to do the things of God, it is my spirit, man, that is as bold as a lion. And that's according to uh, Proverbs 28 and 1. Isaiah 11 and 2 says, And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Amen. So we, we have to learn people of God. We must learn. Good evening. Hey, Darlene, blessings to you. It's good to see you. God bless you, my sister. Um, We have to learn to live more from our spirit, people of God, than from our flesh. Who are we? My identity in Christ. I had to throw it in here again for the latecomers. Amen. Here's just a few of who God says we are. We're free. We're transformed. We're accepted. We're a new creation. We're strong in the Lord. We're strong in the Lord. We're more than conquerors. We're empowered. Hallelujah. We're filled with the Holy Ghost. We're God's workmanship. We're blessed people. Wherever we go, we're blessed. We're equipped. Glory to God. We're reconciled to God. We're citizens of heaven. We're overcomers. This is who you are in your spirit, man. Now you got to release it. Hallelujah. You got to release it. And you got to walk in it. Glory to God. Because that's who you really are. Then lastly, and I'm done. I'm going to turn it over to Prophetess Flo. Break the control of the flesh as you purposely, people of God, wonderful, beautiful people of God, and mindfully base your identity and potential on what the word says about who you are in 
Christ. I'm telling you, we're some bad people. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. I just need you to focus on, meditate on who you are. Because the real you is your spirit, man. That's who you really are. Who, who God says you are and who you are in your spirit, man. The new creation, the new creation. Glory to God. That's who you really are in Christ Jesus. Amen. And so I'm going to Amen. end this. I thank you, uh, Pastor Ruth, Elder Banks, uh, Sister Darlene that popped on. Glory to God and some of the others that are out there that I don't know, but thank you for joining us on tonight. We pray that you were blessed by the word of God. Hallelujah. Remember, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to walk in the spirit. Glory to God. So that we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Lust ain't got all the sex of them because he hear lust, right? All we think of is sex stuff. No, this is crazy stuff. This stuff that the flesh want to do. Amen. That we know is not mm-hmm. according to God's word. Amen. Amen. Mm. Praise God for you as well, Sister Darlene. Prophetess Florence Williams, I'm going to turn it over to you. Amen. To pray us out or however the Lord, uh, however the Lord uh, gives you to, um, to share on tonight. Hey, thank you, Prophetess. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, uh, Prophetess. I keep calling Pastor Ruth Prophetess. Pastor Prophetess Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Prophetess Ruth. That's what I'm gonna call. See, I can do this with her because she's she's a she's like me. She's funny. <laughs> we just like to laugh, but we get together and we laughing. Yeah, you pastor, pastor prophetess Ruth. That's who you are. God bless you and thank you. And to God be the glorious as as always. Amen. Thank you, Minister Mott. We love you. She's always with us. We praise God for you. Amen. It's yours, Prophetess Florence. Williams. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We bless you and exalt your name on tonight, God. We just bless you, Lord, for the word. Hallelujah on tonight, Lord God. And Lord God, we look to you. We look to you and Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That will continually lead us and guide us unto all truth, Lord God. We thank you for Pastor Lord. We ask that you would, Lord, restore all that she has poured out on tonight, Lord God. And Lord God, we just love you. We love you. I mean, you know we love you, but yes, sometimes God. we just want to let you know in the best way that we know how that we love you with all that is within us and bless your holy and your righteous name. Father, we ask that you would continue to cover each and every one on this line, even as we lay our heads down on the pillow on tonight, Lord God, that we would have sleep, but that we would truly have rest and peace in you. And we say thank you for that. In Jesus' name, we do pray. And we call it done. Amen. Amen, 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 and amen. God bless you. And have a glorious, uh, uh, spirit-filled, miracle-working service on Sunday. Amen. May the Holy Ghost is coming like a mighty Russian wind. And and all of the pastors and ministers on the line as you do the will of God. Amen. And you too, uh, Sister Darlene. Amen. God bless you and good night to you all. Know that we love you at Hope International Ministries. God bless you.